We're going to continue now in our time of worship by opening up the Word of God. And today we're going to have what I used to call in the church I grew up in a good old-fashioned testimony service where we're going to testify to the goodness and the faithfulness of God. And we've been in a series in the book of Romans and we're going to read a passage from Romans today in the series that we're calling Back to Basics, Renewing Our Love and Passion for Jesus. And we're going to be reading today from the book of Romans chapter 15 verses 5 to 7. And then after today, we're going to pause on Romans and we're going to start our Christmas series in a couple of weeks in December, our Advent series preparing us for Christmas. And that's going to be in some passages from the book of Isaiah about the promises of God. So let's go ahead and prepare for that, be reading uh, through, throughout the promises of God in the scriptures and specifically in the book of Isaiah. But um, then we'll pick up Romans again uh, in 2021. But today's passage is going to be from Romans chapter 15, verses 5 to 7. And it says the following. Let's hear now with open ears and open hearts from the word of God. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another, then, just as Christ has accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you that, Lord, you accept us in order to bring praise to you. And you invite us, Lord, into a life of grace and truth, God. The grace of God will always be in light of the truth of God. And Lord, we pray that today you would just remind us that your unconditional love means that you care and you are concerned about us, Lord, about the big things and the small things, about how we live, how we think, how we act. And Lord, I pray that by the power of your Holy Spirit, by the power of your grace and mercy, that we would be able, Lord, to live lives that reflect Jesus that reflect Jesus in our actions, in our words, and in our character, Lord. Thank you, God, that the end goal that you have for us as disciples is not just that we would have a title, a religious title of Christians or non-Christians, Lord, but your end goal is that we would be Christ-like, Christ-like reflectors in our words, thoughts, and actions. Teach us, God, what it means to follow you. Teach us what it means to go back to basics today as we spend time reflecting on your goodness and faithfulness even in times of challenge. We love you, Lord, and we give you all the praise. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. So we've been talking about what it means to take this journey back to basics. Uh, Last week, we talked about 
courage and boldness and we also talked about the grace of God and living lives of grace and truth. And um, today, as I mentioned, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to take time to have a testimony service. Un servicio de testimonios vamos a tener hoy. And I'm so grateful that we're going to have the chance to do that together, to hear different voices from the Imago Church community, really lifting up the name of Jesus and also reflecting on this question, on what, how we can sing of God's faithfulness in this unique and challenging year. Today we're going to be reflecting on the goodness of God and on the greatness and faithfulness of God in the unique challenging year that has been 2020. So I'm so glad that we're going to have the opportunity to do that. We're going to hear from different voices. We're going to hear from, from my wife, Charlotte. We're going to hear from uh, different uh, leaders, um, Ruben Madrid, Jody Houseward, as well as Jacob Padilla and Danny Carballo as well. And we're, we're going to be listening to just how God is at work in and through us as a church community. So would you join me today in um, really just being able to receive what God may have for each and every one of us through this time of testimonies. So let's go ahead and take this time to listen and to lean in and to reflect on the faithfulness of God and give him thanksgiving in 2020. Let's hear now these testimonies. Good morning, church. Grateful to be able to share a reflection on the faithfulness of God this beautiful morning. So growing up, there was a song that my family sang together most nights before going to bed. And that song has forever been imprinted in my heart. Even Carlos and I and the boys have made it a tradition to pass it on to our boys to sing it and sing of the faithfulness of the Lord. And um, this is a song that most of us know. It's a hymn and it's Great is Thy Faithfulness, the classic hymn. Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not, thy compassions they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. So this year has been difficult. It's been uncertain, inconvenient as well as painful and tragic for so many of us and so many people that we know. And yet one thing remains, the faithfulness of the Lord. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is God's faithfulness in all seasons. And I'm reminded of the goodness of God that meets me every new morning. I think of the grace of God that I'm able to experience in the little things like being able to watch my kids, learn and grasp a new concept, seeing the wonder in their eyes, being able to pray with my husband every day and to seek strength for a new day. I'm reminded that God is good. 
And even when we are weary and we're feeling wounded, heartbroken, or discouraged, He is still faithful. He is still good. And He's still good. We can stand firm and confident in that faithfulness. So God is good, and, we, and God will still continue to be God. And we are not. We must admit that we are not God, and He is. And I think that's one lesson that I've learned from 2020 that I am not in control and God is in every single way. God is in control, I'm not. God is in control, you're not, and none of us is. No human being is and no circumstance has the power to be in control. Jesus is on the throne and since God is really good at being God, he cannot allow to share that position with anyone else. So that's what 2020 has taught all of us. I don't have to try to be God to myself or try to be God to anyone else, but I can fully trust in him to be faithful no matter what, no matter the circumstance, no matter the season that we're in, no matter what it is that has really been a setback during this difficult season. We can stand on his faithfulness, his grace, and his love for us. So this verse comes to mind, uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3 to 5. It goes, but the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. We have confidence in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we command. May the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance. So whatever season you're going through, we can persevere through it and live to be grateful because God is good. And we have tested and have seen and confirmed that this year. All of us have. My prayer for this Thanksgiving season and this new year that is ahead of us as we look forward to 2021, which is even more uncertain than 2020, we can stand on that faithfulness of God. He's able to bring it all together. He is able to bring unity, purity, and peace in all situations and in all circumstances. So this is my Thanksgiving prayer. I'm thankful for all that God has done for all that God is going to do and he's doing right now. And for this holiday season that we get to enter into, as uncertain as the year ahead of us may be, God will be faithful in all of it as well. As a united body in Christ, I am thankful that God will be God to us and he will be faithful no matter what. So grateful to be, share about, to be able to share about the goodness of the Lord this morning with you all. Uh, let's get some time in prayer now. Let's pray together. Lord God, we come before you today just as we are. This morning, some of us discouraged, some of us burdened, anxious, grieving, and some of us rejoicing of your faithfulness that we have experienced and witnessed during this year, God, and during this season, God. Whichever way we approach you this morning, I pray that we will experience you in a fresh and new way through your word and through this time of worship together. May it be edifying through all our testimonies of your faithfulness and loving kindness, oh God. Lord, I want to specifically pray for, um, for our city, our county. As we see the numbers of COVID patients surging, we pray that your protection will cover us and keep us safe, our loved ones. 
Lord, continue to bring healing to those that are fighting for their lives right now in all the different hospitals around us, those battling from home, God. We pray, God, Jesus, that your loving kindness will be to those that are brokenhearted right now, that have lost loved ones to this battle, God. Lord, I want to pray for peace, for unity, for purity, for your people during this season where we seem to be divided by things oh God Jesus Christ I pray against division disunity in the mighty name of Jesus Christ God and I pray for peace unity and purity in the body of Christ to prevail in all seasons and all areas of our lives God Jesus Christ we invite you in we welcome your spirit God to lead us into this new season and this Thanksgiving season the holiday season the Christmas season as it comes in and into 2020 oh God may your faithfulness no depart from us, oh God. We love you and we worship you this morning. Thank you so much for your goodness, God. And thank you that you are here with us and you'll never leave us nor forsake us. In your name we pray. Amen. Hi, I'm Ruben Madrid. I've uh, been a member of uh, Mago uh, since, uh, since it began. Uh, just kind of wanted to share a little bit about... Uh, um, what I've been, what I'm grateful about, things I have grateful, I got things I'm very grateful about this year, and also um, things that I've been grateful throughout my whole life. Um, I haven't always been a very good son to my my parents. I put them through a whole bunch, but I can tell you that um, they just love me like crazy. My mom passed away this year. And um, she, I can honestly tell you that my mom just loved me like crazy. And I know where she's at. I know she's with Jesus. And the reason why I know that is because I was saved and I quit giving her a hard time. I, I quit. Uh, we were very close. We were always very close. Even when I was giving her a hard time, she always knew how much I loved her. And I knew how much she loved me. And uh, yeah, so that, that was good. Um, after I quit giving my mom a hard time, I, I later uh, found uh, the love of my life, Elizabeth, and, and um, we got married. Um, I wasn't always a, a very good husband, uh, but I know that she loves me like crazy, and um, I still love her just as much as, um, as I did when we first met, and I know she does. She loves me like that too, and that's a lot to be grateful about. And um, then not too long after, uh, we had my boys. And I haven't always been the best father. Saved, grace of God in my life, but haven't always been the, the best father in the whole world. But my boys work with me every day. I see them all the time. Uh, we know we love each other. You know, we, 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 we know we care for each other. We're happy for each other when things go good for us and, and we're, we're, too, we're there for each other all the time. I know that doesn't happen a lot. Grace of God. And uh, one thing I can say is uh, I am a, I'm a pretty good grandfather. Um, I, I, love my, I love my grandkids like crazy. And I can tell that they love me too. It's beautiful. God has given me a, an, an awesome, awesome life. Um, I know that um, I haven't always been the best Christian in the whole world. 
And yet my father in heaven loves me like crazy and he shows me that all the time. He shows me a lot of different ways. I think a lot of you know that uh, this year I was diagnosed with cancer earlier in the year. And uh, it, uh, I can honestly tell you, it's not because I'm saying that I was brave or anything. Throughout the whole ordeal, um, I, I was never scared. It was a peace, a peace about it that, that I can't even explain. Um, one of the things I know that did, did help is uh, it comes from Philippians uh, 121. Um, for, me to, for me to live as Christ and for me to die as gain. I knew where I was going to go if I did go. I'm not saying, and I would tell uh, God, I'd, I'd say, God, I, I don't want to go. <laughs> I mean, I'm not ready to go to you now. I, I know I'm, I'm so grateful to you that I know that when I go, I'm going to go to you, and I'm so grateful to you. But um, I still have my family here, and I'd love to stay here and take care of them. And um, I, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I, I, all I can tell you is while I was in the hospital, a lot of people are telling me now they were a lot more worried about me than I was about myself. Uh, I was joking. I, I didn't even know. I mean, I, I, I didn't know that I, I looked as bad as I did. I, I, thought I, was, I thought I was okay all the time, even when they, they tell me now that I, I looked kind of sick because I, I got a little bit uh, septic, a little bit of um, infection and stuff, and, and it got a little bit bad. And, and look at me now. I can't even, hasn't even changed my life much. I'm very, very thankful to my Lord for taking care of me, um, back to my old rhythm of life, back to um, my family, back to you guys. Um, if it wasn't for this COVID thing, I think we'd be, uh, things would be just pretty much normal and, and just as great as it was. Um, I'm hoping that'll change pretty quick too. But um, I have so much to be thankful to, to the Lord for. I, I really do. I'm very thankful for you guys. I love you guys a whole bunch. Um, God has given me so much and, and, uh, and, and blessed me with so much. And, and I hope uh, this blesses you. Thank you very much. Hi, um, I'm Jacob Padilla. I'm the media guy here at Amago. And 2020 has been a crazy year. Uh, it's been a year full of a lot of weird ups and downs that um, I really just can't explain. It was COVID, it was um, other types of sickness, um, it was family trouble, it was school uh, being very different this year. But I can truly say that I've, I've seen God and I'm so thankful for God this entire time. Uh, one of the ministries that I help out in outside of media here at Imago is really the youth group. I, I love being a part of youth. It was something that helped me a lot in high school, in middle school, in a lot of different places. And um, seeing the youth group kind of change and uh, adapt to new situations is amazing to me. I, I saw it go through Zoom meetings. I saw it go through uh, hybrid versions of in-person, outside versions. And um, it's really cool to see what God is saying in the lives of young people. One of the few um, series that we're doing and studies that we're, we're trying to teach is on thriving uh, in weird circumstances. And one of our other youth leaders at Sunrise and the Amaga Youth uh, together, Adriana, 
shared a story last week of Mary and how she got the news that she was pregnant and she doubted herself a little. She was, what if this happened or what if that happened? And um, in Luke chapter 1, verse 38, she starts off by saying, I am a servant. And uh, throughout this entire process, I'm thankful that I can, I can say I am a servant. Regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the, the weird ups and the weird downs, Lord, um, I am truly just trying to be a servant. Um, and I think I'm really thankful that 2020 has provided that opportunity for me. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Jody Houseward, um, and I just wanted to share one way that I've seen God's faithfulness throughout this crazy year. Um, so as most of you know, my husband Ben and I have two boys, Adrian, who is six, and Hayes, who just turned four this week. Uh, the two of them keep us plenty busy, as is, but we've always wanted to have a larger family. Um, so a couple of years ago, we decided that we were ready to grow our family and have another baby. Um, but many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. That's what it says in Proverbs 19.21. And nearly a year later, I still wasn't pregnant. We talked to the doctor, we followed his treatment recommendation, but after six months, he determined that it wasn't helping. So he referred us to a fertility specialist up in San Jose, and we made an appointment. Uh, so this was back in February, of this year, um, and I think we all remember what happened shortly after that. Corona, coronavirus numbers climbing, first cases in California, lots of cases in the Bay Area, schools, restaurants, businesses closing down, sheltering in place, um, and my fertility specialist appointment was canceled. In spite of the circumstances, I actually felt very at peace during that time. Um, COVID-19 took my mind off of my disappointment of not being pregnant, and as strange as it sounds, it was a welcome distraction. They say that stress and anxiety make it harder to conceive. If you want to become pregnant, it's important not to worry about becoming pregnant. It's one of those pieces of advice that sounds simple and yet is irritatingly impossible to do. Uh, and yet, somehow, dealing with the unique challenges of a global pandemic helped me to do just that. Um, I think most of you already know how this story ends. Uh, we found out that we were expecting on April 12th on Easter. Resurrection Sunday, a day all about new life and the hope that we have in Christ. April 12th was also exactly one day before I was originally scheduled to meet with that fertility specialist. It felt very clearly like God was telling us, I've got this. You don't need to rely on yourselves. You don't need to depend on the doctors. I'm in control of this, just like I'm in control of all things. And now, here I am, just a few weeks away from welcoming our third boy into the family. I know that things don't always work out like this. And in fact, there are some in this community who have been waiting longer than I have for God to bless them with a pregnancy. I don't want to turn this into a trite testimony that says that God will give us what we want if we just trust in him. The reality is that's not always the case. But even though his answer isn't always the yes that we're hoping for, God does always promise to be faithful. And he promises to walk with us through the valleys as well as the high places. 
And even though it's difficult, and I need to remind myself as much as anyone else, I can tell you that it is better to surrender our circumstances over to him rather than trying to control things ourselves. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but the Lord's purpose prevails. How's it going, Imago family? It's Danny. It's great to see you all, even though I can't actually see you, but you're seeing me. You guys know what I mean. Um, just want to share why I'm I'm thankful uh, this Thanksgiving. Uh, definitely thankful for the church family that we have here at Imago, for uh, the people that um, God has allowed to be in my life. Um, I feel like relationship is. Uh, it's gold, definitely. You, you can't. Uh, there's no wealth, you know, other than the gospel, um, greater than, than deep and profound relationships. So I thank God for the relationships that I have found here at Imago, for the relationships outside of Imago. You know, God-fearing relationships where I've I've grown. Uh, and you know, talking specifically about 2020, I think we can all agree 2020 has been crazy, right? Um, certain point there, I didn't know if I was gonna continue to be employed by the, uh, the nonprofit that I work with. So I was a, a little worried about how, how to move forward. Uh, should I just go look for another job? And, and, you know, God is great and He is faithful and I didn't have to. Uh, things started moving in the school district where I work. We're working with our kids now. I've been on campus for a couple of months uh, back to, to, you know, what we've been doing, working with kids, helping them. And uh, we started youth night about a month ago. And so I, I do want to uh, talk a little bit about that. I, I really thank God because I feel like despite the fact that our numbers, you know, on youth nights aren't as much as they were before quarantine, uh, I do feel like this has opened up opportunity to have more intimate and deep conversations with some of my high schoolers and middle schoolers around you know, faith. And then just the other day we were uh, talking about how do we know that all religions don't lead to the same place, you know. And uh, what if Jesus is just one God among many? And it's just conversations like that to me that are, that are goal and you know, going back to relationships. So I think if, of all things, um, at the heart of what I'm saying is I'm, I'm thankful for relationship. I think I'm thankful that uh, God has not forgotten nor abandoned me despite my, my shortcomings and my flaws and the times that I've failed, which are many. But God continues to be faithful. You know, He continues to pursue me. And, and, and I just, uh, I'm thankful for my, my church family. And I'm thankful for my family at home, my mom and my brother. Uh, God is good. Have a great Thanksgiving. Wow. What an incredible time of testimonies. Hearing from the voices of our church community. Thank you, Charlotte, Reuben. Jacob, Danny, Jody, for just reminding us of the goodness and the faithfulness of God. Even in such a time as this, this tumultuous year of 2020, God is alive and he's here right now. He loves each and every one of us. He meets us where we're at. He takes us where we need to be. And my prayer is that this Thanksgiving season, this holiday season that we're going to be entering into, that we would all 
find really just that rest in the Lord. Because our hearts are going to be restless until we find our rest in the Lord. Some of us feel wounded. My prayer is that we would find healing in Jesus. That we would find fulfillment in Christ. So as we prepare for and reflect for this upcoming Thanksgiving holiday, this is my prayer. May we give thanks for what was. May we give thanks for what is here and now. Not only grieve, but be grateful that God is at work here and now. And together as one church body, may we give great thanks for all that is to come. You know, I really think about how, as Charlotte mentioned in the testimony, a family tradition for us has been to sing with our children, to pray with them every single night, and remind each other of God's faithfulness. Yes, through the classic hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness, but there's a more modern version of that song that um, has meant a lot to me in the past 15, 20 years in my journey with the Lord. And it's a modern version, and, and it's called Great is Your Faithfulness. And it says the following, If I rise on wings of dawn or drift into seas of doubt, even there your strong right hand has never failed to guide me out. Great is your faithfulness to carry on with a sinner like me. Oh, and great is your faithfulness turning shame into victory. Your grace has never let me be. Your mercy has waited patiently. Oh, God, so great is your faithfulness. Perhaps we heard it from some of the testimonies, but the truth is that this year, 2020, has been a year for the books. And I've been honest with many of you, and I'll reiterate it once again. This year has been very difficult for me. It's been difficult for many families in this church. Dealing with the realities, dealing with the uncertainties, dealing with the economic challenges, dealing with the inconveniences, as well as with the painful and tragic losses for so many in our country. Just last week I got the news that, that um, three people had been impacted by the COVID virus. Three people that have been in my life at different points in my life. One of my best friends growing up, Alfredo, he had texted me in what sounded like was his goodbye text. I hadn't heard from him in a couple of years. And he just wanted to reach out to get prayer. And we pray, and I prayed, responded, engaged. And we both lifted up those prayers and Earlier this week, I got the confirmation that he's now recovering and feeling much better. And to that I say, thank you, God. Great is your faithfulness. You know, another good friend of mine um, from 12 years ago, 
up in Northern California, Curtis, he was, uh, he was a good friend. And uh, I learned that uh, this month he passed away with perhaps some complications or um, underlying issues related to COVID. Sally, a local woman who was an acquaintance, uh, a wife to a friend of mine, also passed away. Friends, the reality is that this year has been extremely heavy. The enormous numbers that we get reminded of every day, they're not just statistics. They're not just numbers, but these are real people with real families. People created in the image of God, loved by God. And in this year, unlike any other year, they're no longer here with us. As a church community during this Thanksgiving, we acknowledge the pain amidst the gratitude. We pray for the dearly departed and their families, and we pray for one another as, yeah, as well. And yet one thing remains, this phrase, great is thy faithfulness. Great is God's faithfulness. There's been moments where I've considered giving in to the discouragement or the frustration or the anxiety of this year. And that's me being plain and simply honest with you. But then I'm reminded of the goodness of God. The goodness of God that meets me, that meets us every single morning. I think of the grace of God that is more faithful than the morning. Every single night when we go to sleep, we go to sleep in faith, we go to sleep in trust, trusting that when we wake, it will be morning. The love of God, the presence of God is even more faithful than the morning. Morning will come and joy comes in the morning. The enemy comes to attack and to steal. And just be aware of this. If he hasn't already, Satan will try to steal your joy. He will use tactics. He will use flesh. He will use enemy blows to steal your joy. But friend, brother, sister, here's my prayer this Thanksgiving. Hold on. Press on. Endure. Keep going. Because joy comes in the morning. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. And we get rooted and grounded in joy through gratitude. Gratitude is connecting with the reality of God here and now. Gratitude is knowing that God is with you. God is for you. The Lord is your rock and your shield. I'm reminded that God is with us. He is with the weary. He is with the exhausted. He is with the wounded. He is with the broken hearted. God is God and we are not. If 2020 has taught us anything, that is one of the key lessons. God is in control. I am not. I cannot control circumstances, other people, or outcomes. 
No human being is in control. No circumstances are in control. But Jesus remains on the throne. And since God is really good at being God, he will not share that role with anyone else. That means that 2020 has taught me, and I'm grateful for this, 2020 has taught me that I don't have to try to be God. And neither do you. You don't have to try to be God to yourself or for others. God is really good at being God. That means you and I don't have to be. I don't have to try to be judge, jury, executioner in all the circumstances in my life because I am fully known and fully loved by God, not for what I've done, but because I'm created in the image of God. And so are you, sister, brother. You have worth. You have value. You are loved. You are known. You are cared for. You are created with an identity in the image of God and purpose in the image of Christ. My prayer is that as we close out this year, as we reflect on Thanksgiving and the holiday season to come, my prayer is that we would be able to let go and let God be God. He's able to bring it all together. He's able to bring unity, purity, and peace in all situations and in all circumstances. And my Thanksgiving prayer is this. I'm thankful for all that God has done I'm thankful for all that God is doing here and now. And I'm thankful for all that God will do in this next chapter, in this new season that together as a church we are entering into. We are entering into this new chapter, this new beginning together, united as one body in Jesus Christ. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is God's faithfulness. His faithfulness, His goodness is with us everywhere that we go. May we open our eyes, even in the dark times. In the darkness, may we never forget what God has taught us in the light. Joy comes in the morning. Let's pray. God, we thank you that though the challenges and the obstacles and the mountain climbing of this life is real, your faithfulness is more real. Your goodness is more real. Your strength is more real. Help us to be rooted and grounded in that, Lord, in the fact that we cannot be broken by anything in creation when we hold on to the mighty hand of you, Jesus, the creator of all things. By you and for you, all things were created. And Lord, I just pray that you would fill our hearts with gratitude, even when everything else seems to be feeling like it's going wrong and haywire, God. May we say thank you. May we say that we are grateful for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you will do, Lord. 
we thank you that your gift, Lord, is not just some magic wand where all the problems go away, but your gift is your presence. Your gift is your power. Your gifts are your promises, Lord. And your promise is that you will see us through. We love you, Lord, and we give you all the praise and glory. And we pray all these things in the faithful and mighty name of Jesus. Jesus.